Hey, what up? This is Black Simba. This is the fifth podcast of the Scattered Hebrew series. So, so far we've gone over the Israelite migrations. Um, first, they were uh, both the kingdoms ended up being banished from Israel. Um, the house of Israel early on and then the house of Judah later. Um, we find out in Second Esdras that the house of Israel ended up fleeing from their uh, Assyrian captivity into the Americas. And we find out um, Native Americans uh, have a lot of similarities in religious rights and in language integrated throughout the North American and South American cultures here, well before the first Europeans got here. So how do we know which tribe belongs to what civilization, though? So that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at the ancient Hebrews and what they wrote on the tribe of Gad and what we know about the North American Native Americans. Gad is the seventh son of Jacob and the full blood brother of Asher, which we will get into Asher in another podcast. Um, Moses writes in numbers about some of the regulations for clothing garments for the tribes. He says, then Yah said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Throughout the generations to come, you must make tassels for the hems of your clothing and attach them with a blue cord. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands of Yah, and instead of following your own desires and defiling yourselves, as you are prone to do. Uh, that's Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 through 39. I don't know if anybody else notices things like this, but as you are prone to do, like, it's kind of throwing some some shade at at uh, at, at Israel. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you can't tell me that God doesn't have a sense of humor. Um, this is why many of the native tribes throughout the Americas had clothing with this representation. Tassels are a known style of many native tribes. In Leviticus, Moses wrote this about the festival of booths, or uh, booths being a, a small shelters like a tent. He says, you shall keep it as a festival to Yah seven days in the year. You shall keep it in the seventh month as a statute forever throughout your generations. You shall live in booths for seven days. All that are citizens in Israel shall live in booths so that your generations may know that I made the people of Israel live in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am Yah, your God. And that's Leviticus chapter 23, verses 40, 41 through 43. This may be the most defining symbol associated to Native Americans and their use of tents or teepees. This symbol also literally defined the tribe of Gad. It's their emblem. Here's a first Chronicles and a, a description of Gadites is given here. So it says from the Gadites, there went over to David at the stronghold in the wilderness, mighty and experienced warriors, expert with shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions and who were swift as gazelles on the mountains. 
That's First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 8. Now, Native Americans are well known to be fierce warriors, and the association to lions can be understood, uh, especially when wearing war paint. Um, James Adair spent 40 years living among them and trading among them, and he also expressed nearly the same association in both facial features and athleticism. So James says, the men are expert in the use of firearms, in shooting the bow, and throwing the feathered dart and tomahawk into the flying enemy. They resemble the lynx with their sharp, penetrating black eyes and are exceedingly swift of foot, especially in a long chase. That's James Adair, uh, History of the Indians, 1775. Now, there are so few Native Americans left at this point that people may not know uh, by their appearance that they also were a dark-skinned people. Uh, Giovanni reported back to the King of France saying this. So he says, They are dark in color, not unlike the Ethiopians, with thick black hair, not very long, tied back behind the head like a small tail. As for the physique of these men, they are well proportioned, of medium height, a little taller than we are. They have, a, they have broad chests, strong arms, and the legs and other parts of the body are well composed. And that's Giovanni de Verrazano. Um, that's a recorded excerpt from his letter to Francis I on July 8th, 1524. So pretty far back, going to the early 1500s. He's talking about these Native Americans then. With these clues, there is consistency that all of the 12 tribes were of Negroid descent, including the tribe of Gad of the Northern Kingdom. It is important to remember each of these tribes' lineage is a direct line back to a son of Jacob that the tribe was named after, in this case Gad. The initial 12 sons and their father Jacob all were dark-skinned Hebrews, as I continue to go over. Also, um, for those who want to, that you can look up um, the NFL Redskins, um, take a look at their logo. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but, uh, that is definitely a dark skinned North American native. Um, Moses also writes about Gad saying, Gad, a troop shall tramp upon him, but he shall triumph at last. And that's Genesis chapter 49 verses 19. Now we know it was the early United States Calvary that committed such genocidal atrocities against natives. It is estimated that over 70 million Native Americans were murdered and killed from disease and war from the settlers to pave way for the North American empires we know today, United States and Canada. The second portion of this is to come when Yahweh comes back with Yeshua to redeem his people. It is also worth noting that the tribe of Gad migrated into North America, likely the first inland landmass the House of Israel came into contact with after the migration from Assyrian captivity. The tribe of Gad has a history of getting to choose first, so it makes sense as to why their tribe had settled in North America. Uh, this is from Deuteronomy. It says, The people of Gad took the best land for themselves. A leader's share was assigned to them. That's Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 21. And in Joshua, it uh, it's consistent with that as well. It says, Half the tribe of Manasseh and the tribes of Reuben and Gad had already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan. For Moses, the servant of Yah, had previously assigned this land to them. And that's Joshua chapter 13, verse 8. Now, if you are already aware of some of the Hebrew artifacts found within the Americas, you might be wondering why I didn't bring them up. 
there's various scientific artifacts that could be used as evidence that point to Native Americans being associated to Hebrew Israelites. Um, the Los Lunas Stone, the Decalogue, the Newark Holy Stones, the uh, Sumerian clay tablets, the Brazilian Hebrew tablet, um, and more. Uh, I didn't choose to um, to use those. There's just uh, there's co there's controversy and confusion surrounding a lot of the artifacts. I'm not saying they're fake. All I'm saying is that there is a lot of controversy, so I chose not to bring them up. Yeah, 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 yeah.